you only get one shot at retirement. So you better get it right. That's why we're here to help you with income planning, investment planning, and making sure you're taking advantage of advanced tax planning. Eliminate the financial worries of tomorrow and retire with certainty today by listening to Phil Putney of AFS Wealth Management. This is the podcast for you if you need to eliminate lots of question marks that surround your current financial plan. Welcome to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of the podcast here with Phil Putney and myself. We always appreciate your time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Phil, buddy, what's going on this week? How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Just uh, getting back into the swing of things. Summer's about ending, so we're yeah. Don't don't bring don't bring us down, right? Yeah. Days are getting shorter. <laughs> I know. Start off with a, a bad note. But that's, that's right. That's right. It's all part of a cycle, right? That's we go right. through it every year. Well, that's true. That's true. Could be worse. It could be. We could talk about the lions. So you know. That, that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> go to sports. Now you're talking about really bringing it down. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you're doing well and things are good. And I got a kind of a jam show here for us, so I want to hop into this and get started. True. Uh, but actually, I, th- I came across this as kind of neat. So let me hit you with this little news topic. Okay. Uh, a new study shows that 37 percent of U.S. households are free and clear, meaning they no longer have a mortgage to pay. So 37%. Now, is that higher or lower than you might have expected, considering that just 10 years ago we had the housing crisis? I I guess it's probably a little lower than I would have anticipated. Really? Okay. Um, You know, just because, although I guess if you look at the weight of the overall segments of the population, Uh most of my clients are in that near, in and nearing retirement. So on the kind of the last part of the mortgage. That's true. We do have more people. We had to make people that age. That's a higher weight of the population. So I I guess it kind of makes sense. Okay. From that standpoint, but I mean, it's good. It just means it's one less thing you have to plan for in retirement. True. That's always something we talk to our clients about is, you know, if they've got debt, does it make sense to keep it right. from a mortgage standpoint or, you know, should they pay it down? There's pros and cons both ways. So you just have to understand how it fits in to their plan. Well, a lot of people have been trying to use the mortgage for the tax purposes, but that's really not the case right now. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that advantage is gone. But I mean, the thing that you always have to realize with the taxes is that that whole change is temporary. Right, right. So 2026, we're back to what it used to be and it could come back into play. (laughs) Or something else, right. Further year down the road, I mean, yeah, provided they don't change the, uh, the laws, but. You know, whenever we talk with clients on a mortgage, I mean, we I always say there's the head rule and the tummy rule, I call it. I said, the head rule, let's run the math and see if it makes sense. I said, the tummy rule is at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the math says. If you just want to pay the mortgage off, then let's pay it off. Let's get yeah. it in there and get it paid down. So I like that. Yeah, Whatever yeah. you're comfortable with and where it fits. There you go. Well, the head of the tummy rule. I like that. It's pretty cool. That's right. All right. Well, that's our news topic there. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. 37% of households are free and clear of the mortgage. So that's actually higher than I thought, but that's pretty cool. All right, so topic that we're going to hit on this week is uh, we're going to have some fun and talk about the metaphor, the correlation, if you will, of flying and uh, retirement planning. And I was thinking about this, Phil, because my wife travels a lot, uh, international flights for work all the time, and I don't know that I could do 10, 12, 14, 17, 19 hours in a plane, <laughs> but we, she does. We, we took an international trip this summer, and that was a rough trip. That's a long time to be in a plane. It so. is. It is. And I, I don't know that a I could do it. tube. Yeah. But she enjoys it. So, But it got me to okay. thinking about it. We were having this conversation, and really, it's such a similar metaphor to think about flying and retirement planning. And I'll show you what I mean here. So, you know, the pilot just doesn't just jump into the cockpit and then just say, you know, all right, let's go and get up in the air and then just 
just figure it out, you know, as they get going, right? So they have to file and use a flight plan so that if you're going from one destination to another, you know, they have they have a track record. They show, you know, the, the different towers and things know where the plane is at at all times. Well, that's really similar to a retirement plan. You don't just, well, hopefully some people get to retirement and just say, well, now I'm here. What do I do? But <laughs> ideally, you want a retirement plan ahead of time to kind of pre-plan some of these things. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you got to know where you're going. I mean, the old adage comes to me that says, if you don't have a plan, then any road will get you there. Right. right. I mean, it, you know, so where are you going? Let's make a plan to get there. And um, I think it's so true because for the flight plan, I mean, there's so many variables that come into what that flight plan entails for the same trip each time because of market condition, you know, not market conditions, but in their scenario, flight Conditions right, but yeah, but market conditions for yeah, and yeah, time of the day and direction, and you know, is there storms? Uh, how many passengers are on board? And you know, all that determines just how much fuel they're going to put in. Yeah, you know, they don't just fill it up every time. That's very specific on how much they put in based on you know all the different factors that come into it. So yeah, there's a lot of pieces that play into retirement that I think most people miss or don't understand. It's the number one comment I get when I work with clients or start working with clients on planning for retirement is I had no idea there were this many decisions to make. <laughs> you know, it's not like saving for retirement where, okay, you know, pick the two, three, five investment choices or whatever it is in your 401k and kind of let it go. Right. You know, it's okay, well, how do you even manage the money? But let's talk way before that. What about social security? How about your taxes? You know, all these different moving pieces. You have a pension, what are you going to do there? I mean, there's a lot of pieces that all play into what that right strategy for you would be. Yeah, you know, and I was thinking about that comment about the fuel, putting the fuel in the plane. Uh, to me, I always thought that was really funny. I don't know if you've ever taken one of those little puddle jumpers, right? Or like a little prop plane type thing from one smaller location to another. But they do, it, like you you go on, it maybe only holds 6, 8, 10, 12 people, something like that. And they say, how much do you weigh? Which you don't really get with a jumbo jet, right? You know, so, so they ask right. you how much you weigh. And the guy was like, well, we asked this question so that we know how much you know fuel to put in. And I was like, well, here's my credit card. Fill it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because like if that's the decision making process, but again, to your point, there's so many things you don't understand in retirement planning, just like in flight planning. I didn't realize that they can't just fill it up. They have to do that balanced based on the luggage and the people and so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, it's diminishing return, right? I mean, they yeah. fill it up. Well, that's that much more weight they have to maintain than your carry. Now it's going to lose mileage. I mean, it's just, you know. Right. Or they got to put a person off the plane. concept of taxes. You know? Yeah. You know, they look at taxes and retirement. How much do you, you know, most people, when they start really understanding, they think, oh, I got to convert everything. Get it all out of tax deferred. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, well, well, wait a minute. You realize you're paying a lot of taxes up front. Maybe that doesn't make sense. You yeah. got to understand the pros and cons. And there's a good balance. Absolutely. Well, let's continue on with our uh, flying lessons and how what it teaches us about retirement. And let's talk about turbulence. You know, so market volatility, a.k.a. turbulence, if you're talking about the plane metaphor mm -hmm. here. And for me, the last long distance flight I took a couple of years ago was from Carolina to California. And I used to fly all the time when I was younger. And I, and I don't really remember the turbulence bothering me that much. But it really rattled my cage this last time we were flying. And so as you age, like, could there be more a more perfect metaphor for thinking about the market? As we age, that stuff starts to bother us more. Absolutely. And that's, you know, very common when, when you talk to clients as they near retirement is, well, you know, I, I got to go more conservative now because I'm, I'm in retirement, but yet you got to realize, well, but you're planning for 
20 to 30 years of retirement, hopefully, you know, so you can't take all the risk off the table. You need some there for growth and long term. At least when I look at turbulence, I mean, it's just part of flying. Yeah. If you're up 30,000 feet in the air, it's no big deal. You've got a long ways to fall before it's really going to affect you. It might be bouncy and hurt a little bit, but you know, scare you, but you're okay. As long as you got a plan and it's going to work, but where it really, at least me starts to freak me out is if you're flying in landing and you know, there's some bumps and it's turbulent near the ground. I mean, that, that gets scary. You know, and I think that's kind of where people look as they start to near retirement. It's like, wait a minute, I'm going to start spending this money. So, but yet I like the analogy of it affects different people because I've got some clients, we have the discussion completely the other way. It's like, well, you realize you're in retirement or nearing that, you're going to start spending this. We got to at least take a portion of it and let's throttle this back a little bit. So we don't have that turbulence for the money that we're spending that money near the ground, so to speak. So. Right, right. And again, everybody's going to react to it differently. Some people, you know, it's just not going to bother them that much. Someone's going to bother you more. But it's important to right. understand how you feel about market volatility and are being honest with yourself as well as your advisor so that you can be prepared to deal with it. Because if you're saying, oh, yeah, it doesn't bother me. Uh, and meanwhile, you're at home chewing your nails off. And you're getting upset right. with him because, or she, her, him or her, because they're not maybe uh, have you in the right kind of portfolio or the right kind of risk tolerance for how you're feeling, then that's going to make the relationship a little dicier than it needs to be. So again, right. you know, be honest about how you feel and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's when we're going through risk tolerance with clients, we've got a specific way of running through it that looks specifically at their dollar amount and then talks about the up and down potential, you know, so we're not just saying, oh, you're a moderate investor or you're conservative, it's okay, well, that your comfort level is this range to this range. So, I mean, they can start to feel, okay, well, yeah, 15% on the downside, that might be a little too much. Maybe let's dial it back, you know, so we can get a better feel of kind of that range of turbulence they're comfortable with. Yeah, absolutely. So again, if you're kind of doing this, uh, riding along with us here on the on the podcast, and uh, you kind of this makes sense to you or resonates with you, and you've got some questions, as always, make sure you just check out and uh, talk with Phil before you take any action. You can call him at 248-888-7530. It's 248-888-7530. Of course, Phil is a CPA and a personal financial specialist at AFS Wealth Management uh, here in the Metro Detroit area. Again, that's AFS Wealth Management. And you can go check him out online at AFSWealthMGT.com, Wealth Management, but it's shortened down there. So AFSWealthMGT.com. Okay, talked about the flight plan, talked about the turbulence. So you guys basically in your role, Phil, you're like air traffic control, if we're keeping with this analogy, because yep. you know the pilot, okay, they're up there, they can only see so much. They can only really uh, be prepared for so many things because they're in, you know, they're up in the sky there. So they really rely on air traffic control to help them know about, you know, bird migrations and weather patterns and planes in the wrong lane, you know, traffic patterns and things of that nature yep. and things they can't see. Well, same thing for you. You've done this, you know, numerous times. You planned many retirements. There's a lot of things that you can kind of see ahead of time or coming down the road or not that you have a crystal ball, but there's things that you're aware of that happen to people during retirement to look out for. Absolutely. I mean, we primarily work with those that are in and nearing retirements. I mean, that is our focus. So we know what the common challenges are that you're going to face. You know, we've seen it before. We've helped clients walk through it, um, you know, so we can be that air traffic controller to say, hey, you've got to watch out for this or, you know, whatever it happens to be in your scenario, you should consider these different things. We've got the bigger perspective picture, you know, and I mean, it's not us, so to speak, going through it. So we've helped guide other clients so we know and can kind of 
help you understand, you know, here's the potential, here's, you know, what we've had clients feel like, but ultimately look at this. This is where we're going. This is that flight plan long-term, what it looks like. So everything's good, may not feel quite good to you right here. This is why let's, you know, walk through it to make sure you understand just like the pilot, right? I mean, they might be bouncing around up in the air there and, and it's not feeling good to them, but the air traffic controller is saying, hold on, you're almost through it. You know, we can see it on the other end where, you know, you're almost out of that pattern or whatever it is, or drop down a thousand feet or whatever it happens to be. So that's really our goal is, is to be that air traffic controller, that guide, you know, to help, first of all, develop the plan, but then help you walk through it. Right, exactly. So again, you know, I thought this was just a really good, simple metaphor to kind of tie into, because I mean, pretty much everyone's taken a, a plane trip before, you know, for most people anyway. Yep. And so it's kind of easy to think about these things and kind of correlate this to uh, our own thought process with retirement planning. So again, if you've got some questions and you've got some concerns, make sure you reach out to Phil and talk with him before you take any action. And you can always just go to the website and check us out there. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, get past episodes, future episodes, all that good jazz at afswealthmgt.com. And while you're there, submit an email question if you like, and we might just ask it on the show like we're going to do right now from Lonnie. And Lonnie's in Northville. And he says, uh, Phil, I've been planning to sell some investment property to do some different investing for retirement. But I just discovered how much I'll owe in taxes because of the increased property value since I bought it. Do you think maybe I should just hold on to it? You know, so taxes are one of those pieces that are uh, death and taxes, right? They're inevitable, but you have to plan for it. And it's a pro and a con. You have to look at both sides of it. Um, unfortunately, that's the downside to owning real estate. It's always been funny to me that the IRS lets you depreciate it or write it off over time. But the reality is most real estate appreciates, it grows in value. You know, so at some point in time, you're, you're just building a tax bill that you're going to have to pay back. Much like a 401k or an IRA, it's this tax deferred type of vehicle. So I can't say you should do one or the other, you really have to look at the pros and cons and, and decide in your scenario what makes the most sense. You know, the, the challenge a lot of times with real estate is do you really want to maintain it as a, if it's a rental property, a landlord as you get into retirement? Because there's a lot of work involved with that too. I've had several clients that, uh, that own real estate. Right. It's one of the things you got to consider. And so that's, you know, a good reason to make sure that you're working with a financial professional that's going to look at all of these angles for you. So great question, Lonnie. Thanks so much for submitting it to the program and uh, reach out to Phil if you want to talk more specifically about it. 248-888-7530. 248-888-7530. All right. Well, that's going to do it this week for the podcast, but we'll leave off with a fun note here, a little getting to know you just to kind of uh, peek inside uh, Phil's life outside of the numbers, if you will. Uh, here's a random one for you, Phil. What's a job that you would be terrible at? So I'd be terrible at. Yeah. Um, probably something repetitive, like working on a, a factory line or something like that. I, I know I've always, I'm an entrepreneur. I've owned my own practice for almost 30 years now. Just doing the same thing over and over and over. I mean, my job, yeah, I work, I do something similar, but every client scenario is different, you know, so it's very different each day. I love it, you know, because it's similar pieces, but everyone's story and, and scenario is different. So there's always something changing, but yeah, something repetitive, that'd be really tough for me at least. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Maybe an airplane pilot that flies the same route over and over. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, yeah. I mean, although you get different, uh, right? I would say, I would say that. You know, you think things happen on that flight each day, but yeah, that probably be they'd get kind of boring after a while. I would think, especially if you're flying the same one, you've seen all the sights. It's you know, right? I don't know. It could. I, I guess like any job, right? To me, I think it would be there's so much going on, or so many. You know, you got so much responsibility that you wouldn't get bored. But I guess like with any job, if you do it enough times, I guess it could probably feel that. Yeah. Way, so, well, my parents live up in Traverse City. 
so I, you know, I think of driving up north. It's like, oh, oh okay, right, let's get on the road right. and go. You know, you get, especially you get up further part of 75 and all of a sudden it's beautiful, just a bunch of trees, but yeah, just kind of on autopilot and you're driving, not really kind of thinking of what you're doing. So yeah, but, very but yeah, true. something like that. If I had to do that all the time, that would It'd probably drive me crazy. Very, very true. All right, folks. Well, thanks so much for tuning into the show. We appreciate it as always. And again, make sure you go to Phil's website, AFSWealthMGT.com. Wealth management, but it's shortened down there. So AFSWealthMGT.com. Lots of good tools, tips, and resources on the website that you can find there. And uh, lots of good stuff you can check out as well. Subscribe to our podcast and all that good stuff. And that way you can share it with friends or family or uh, whoever you think might benefit from it. And then you can do that on Apple or Google or whatnot. And we will talk to you next time right here on the program. If you need to reach out to Phil at 248-888-7530. All right. Have a great week here on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.